Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast where we're going to talk about streaming and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I watched The Gray Man, um, you know, Netflix's um, latest attempt to get that big action franchise going. Uh, they started, I don't know what they started with, but they got big with uh, Extraction. Uh, they got even bigger with Red Notice. And now we have The mm-hmm. Gray Man with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Uh, Chris Evans, once again, goes back to his pre-Captain America roots and plays a sassy type guy. Uh, he is the villain. Uh, that's that, that's everything he did before he was Captain America. He's always kind of like the sassy jock type for stuff. And Ryan Gosling comes and smolders and the Russo brothers put some cameras on drones and did some action. And there you go. Uh, it, it it's Perfect a pretty good movie. Line. It's not like high art, but it's like it's it's a good movie. But the thing I'm worried about with the Gray Man is, um, you know, the fact that it didn't have a long theatrical release or any of that. Uh, is this going to continue Netflix's trend of taking good movies, making it pop for like a month, and then it just gets forgotten after that? You know. I mean every Netflix show or movie kind of follows that trajectory of being like, if it hits big, it hits really big. And then everyone's forgotten about it uh, after like three weeks. And yeah. uh, I mean, like I even forgot that the Witcher was on Netflix, like for some reason and then I rediscovered it. I was like, Oh yeah, shit. Like the yeah. Witcher's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And that was, was a bit, big thing for a while. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty big. And I'm a big Witcher fan. So, I, you know, it's, Maybe I'm working too hard and I'm like having selective amnesia or something, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, yeah, you know, it's also like squid game. Like sometimes I was like a year later, I'm like, what was that? And, um, you know, now like, you know, uh, people are going more and more to the theater these days Mm -hmm. and like that sort of golden age uh, of streaming that happened during the darkest age of our time, uh, probably. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it was. (laughs) It's now more or less coming to an end. And now we're all like, why do we need all these streaming platforms? Like, yeah, (laughs) why, you know, (laughs) just so I'm going to stick with Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is, or HBO Max or Paramount Plus or AMC Plus or Shutter or all those other ones. (laughs) Like we're at a time now where we're we're at a time now where even like um you know no there's like other stories in the news and this and that in the air and the, all this stuff happening in the world but uh people are more and more willing to risk it and are like inching themselves inching towards going back out even that or even that or they're just going they're just all out going out like they never have before basically and at the end of the day, movies that don't have a theatrical release don't exactly like like really pop for a long time. Like right now, I'm trying to find the shows and movies on Netflix that had the longest longevity. Um, I don't know. Like this Gray Man thing feels like it should become a franchise. Like it's actually a pretty like enjoyable movie, but it mm-hmm. kind of it also continues Netflix's trend of 
you know, creating movies that feel like the movies you would get as a $5 DVD eventually. Yeah. Like that, so, that, yeah. Yeah. Let's do taken two. Uh, but you know, as the original movie, not the sequel, uh, but you know, it, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's like those things that those DVDs that you might buy at a gas station and you're like, Hey, uh, three for five dollars. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for like fifteen dollars. They something. have a lot of those at Walmart now. Like ten Eddie Murphy movies in one, basically. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's all merge everything. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's sort of like um, it felt like there was a time. There was like this golden moment where Netflix was taking off, but it wasn't embraced yet. Yeah. where like they're really trying hard to do something really good and that people also like i mean when i'm saying good it's like artistically good and also enjoyed by you know a big audience mm-hmm. and now it's like i kind of feel the same way with the marvel movies now you see or the superhero movies in general mm-hmm. uh also like i just saw that helen mirren and lucy Liu, like they're in the new uh shazam movie that's mm-hmm. going to come out and i was like all these kind of high caliber actors who wouldn't have been caught dead acting in a superhero movie like 10 years ago are now like, Oh, well, I guess uh, I'm going to make some money. Let's go. Yeah. And uh, I feel like maybe that's kind of, uh, I don't know. It's sort of like, you know, when something was cool because only a few people thought it was cool. Yeah. And now I feel like a hipster right now. You know, like I knew it before it was cool, uh, but uh, it's kind <laughs> of like, uh, you on. know, that, that kind of feeling, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. so like Netflix used to be the thing, oh, it's new. And there's this cool stuff. There's like Narcos is on it. Uh, you know, I guess like the, the big original Netflix hit was House of Cards. Um, and then like you had, uh, I don't know, like for me, the beginning of the end of Netflix was when they had that uh, Charlie Starren movie where she's like an immortal. Like that was like the number one forgettable movie that I enjoyed, but totally forgot about it. Like literally five days later, uh, what was it like rear guard or the guard or something guard? I can't remember the old guard, you know, or yes, the old guard rear guard, uh, <laughs> Kierkegaard. Uh, no, but it, it's, it's, uh, you know, I think for me, that was like the first Netflix movie where I was like, Oh, this is okay. And then I'm going to forget about it five days later. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, that's my Netflix rant uh, for, yeah. the, for the week. Yeah. No, they did a lot to like, as Sandra Bullock said, keep people employed, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, maybe, maybe I'm just uh, too nostalgic and stuff. Maybe I'm just, it's just coming from a guy who wasn't like a super gamer growing up. And there's a basically like, game video games and like like more open world stuff mm-hmm. is like the top media top kinds of kind of media being consumed right now mm-hmm. so maybe that's just the art form that needs to be taken off but i don't know it's, it's just weird watching movies be uh less and less treated as you know what it used to be and it's just kind of very like churn out whatever you can wherever you can ish and yeah i don't know i i kind of want something t- to come around that'll make movies special again i don't know what it's going to be but yeah i don't know maybe it, it's sort of like 
Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And I was going to say, maybe it'll be the gray man. That, that was it. So, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the gray man. Maybe it's the, the, I don't know, like the, the beige, uh, you know, suited man. I don't know. <laughs> it's like the man with the beige suit. Uh, <laughs> yes. Man with the beige suit. Um, yes. The, the, the man with the yellow hat. Curious yeah, choice. but you know, it, it's just I like I'm seeing. I, I can't help compare Netflix with Amazon Prime. Right. Um, I mean, you know, the the next big thing to come on Amazon Prime is going to be The Rings of Power, and I'm still like the jury's out on that one. Like, I don't know, yeah, like if it's going to be good or bad. But the stuff that's been put on Amazon Prime for mm-hmm. the last like three years, yeah. Uh, I mean, we we're talking about how Netflix seems to get really cool franchises and then just does like shitty versions or adaptations of like, you know, uh, manga or g- video games. I mean, like resident evil, I know a lot of people were really looking forward to seeing that one. And it was like, uh, you know, like the yeah. story in the video games is so much more compelling than whatever adaptation they've done. And that's yeah. like counting all the movies and all the, and like the recent TV show that they, that they made yeah uh but um and then like on amazon prime like they have the boys which like mm-hmm. the tv show is actually better than the comic Con- mm-hmm. controversial it's just Ooh. like the comic was just like gratuitous like gore and horrible yeah. stuff going on here and there and uh the tv show actually puts it in a kind of more compelling narrative where you don't just like where the colors are not black or white yeah uh so i mean the comic didn't show like the people who were bad were really bad. It's, it was mostly like the whole world is just dark and everyone's shitty. And yeah. uh, most of the time, like that's what the comic was like. I yeah. feel. I mean, like, like you the, can disagree with me if you want, but no, no, no. I mean, the boys feels <laughs> like the next step. I don't know what the comic was like. Cause I, I only read uh hero gasm and realized that, you know, it's exactly what you said. It was like, it, it was designed for when, comics were like going more towards the specialty shops and being like mm-hmm. rather than being like this general thing that was available anywhere like even at the supermarket so it felt like it the boys felt like it was designed to be like that oh look at this fucked up comic i found look cartoon superheroes yep. fucking and whatever but it feels yeah. the, the show itself feels like the next step in what watchmen was supposed to be where watchmen mm-hmm. kind of like kind of uh subverted like the whole superhero narrative it feels like the boys took that concept and created like a whole world that you're compelled not just by like the seriousness of it but even like the comedy and even you know the fact that it's treated episodically you know like i i wondered sometimes if you could create like outside of the regina king show uh if you could um create like a watchman series that was like the comics and dealt with the stuff and i think the boys is kind of the best you can do with that kind of concept you know it doesn't take itself too seriously it knows that the world is fucked up but it also takes into account that you know we've been so hammered with superhero media and whatnot that it's like you know you kind of want to see the other side of this kind of thing so I don't know how we got into the boys from the gray man, but yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know brooding, brooding men. Yes, <laughs> it's like you go from like Carl, like from Ryan Gosling to Carl Carl Urban. Yep. Uh, having a real hard time pronouncing his name there. It's like Carl. Yes. <laughs> Carl. Carl. Nice. I want to say it like uh, yeah. like uh, Rick Grimes. Yeah. Carl. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I haven't done much streaming this week. Uh, I did. I, I did watch Under the Banner of Heaven, which is like another, uh, which was pretty good. I, I think it's not for everybody. It's uh, sort of like this murder mystery thriller that delves into extremist Mormons in yeah. the seventies or eighties. And it's another time where you can see, or like another movie where you see Andrew Garfield act like a very devout religious person uh, who doubts their faith or, you know, or, or is confronted with their faith or something. I feel like there's a running theme with the, the movies that he's in, like ever yeah. since he was in Silence, like that Scorsese movie, mm-hmm. like it's like Silence, Hacks, um, Hacksaw Ridge, uh, stuff like that. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like a soft personality dealing with harsh circumstances kind of and uh maybe that's his niche you know (laughs) you know it's funny i feel like now you you know how in tropic thunder they had that um that fake trailer with robert downey jr and toby mcguire of like being like gay monks or whatever that trailer was Mm -hmm. Uh, oh yeah yeah i I feel like that would be andrew garfield now i feel like that's a that is a perfectly andrew garfield (laughs) The other Spider-Man would be the gay monk this time around. Okay. That... Right. So, yeah. so it's him and, uh, oh, dude, uh, who's uh, Tom, uh, what's his name? Tom Holland. I was going to say Tom Hardy, but Tom Holland, yeah. yeah. Tom Hardy, that would be that would be interesting, right? I, 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 could, I could see him if they made that movie now, and for some reason Robert Downey I mean, Jr. wasn't big. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, just do like the name of the rose, but Tom Hardy is like, Salvatore, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like that. That priest was like, "Oh, I'm Salvatore." Yeah, you know, <laughs> like uh, I, uh, who was the guy who first played um, Hellboy? Um, uh, Ron Perlman. Yeah, so it's like I feel like Tom Hardy could play every Ron Perlman role from like the '90s. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is true. However, Ron Perlman <laughs> just has a very, very distinct face. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just like put the, some prosthetics on Tom Hardy. Exactly. It'll be good. It'll be fun. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he'll be, yeah, like, I just remember him being tortured as, like, this kind of deformed monk, I think, like, in The Name of the Rose with Sean Connery and uh, John Cusack. Like, I don't know. Like, I just remember because, like, we had to do, like, we studied medieval history in high school, like I think in eighth grade or seventh grade. And I was like, we're going to watch The Name of the Rose, which is about priests uh, or like, you know, monks and some murder and some whatever thing. Yeah. And they're all trying to, and it's all very dark and dank and terrible things happen and <laughs> in yes. a monastery somewhere in Italy. And I was like, yay. All right. Well, Good like, times. <laughs> middle ages. Yeah. <laughs> Good times, everybody. Good time. Yay, middle ages, guys. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, and there's like anytime like someone talks about facts and rationality, he's like, no, you're a heathen. And, uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, there's a print there. It's like, they're like prints, mm-hmm. guys, footprints. <laughs> oh, oh. The murderer <laughs> went through there. No, <laughs> no, of course not. It was the devil, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like no that that doesn't look like devilish like it's just some some footprint in the snow you know oh guys yeah. facts <laughs> facts are lies <laughs> no because no, like this guy like one of the monks because like because i i guess they made the difference between like because you had like franciscan monks and they're like the good guys in this movie yeah like and uh one guy uses like uh I guess like glasses or something like Sherlock Holmes would use his like magnifying glass or whatever. And then he uses it to look at footprints kind of like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And he's like, what is this devilry? Like you can see it through this glass. What the hell? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, and they're like, okay, cool. Uh, Enough of my uh, monk talk. uh, But uh, (laughs) I'm realizing that I'm really, I, I also started watching, the old man where jeff bridges essentially plays an old man and uh himself but yeah. as an ex-cia agent who's who kicks ass so oh like, that's who he is in that show okay yeah 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 i was like uh another tv show about an actor who's old now uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. then it sort of turns into taken but no one's taken it's just like him trying to escape the government well, uh, so buckle like, up uh, there are more old man action star shows coming yeah up. man there's uh the tulsa king with sylvester stallone there is uh a netflix one with arnold schwarzenegger coming out yeah there's uh what else is there one with Clint Eastwood? Oh no, Clint, there's not a Clint Eastwood. I mean, one. essentially every Clint Eastwood from the last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not the government, it's a cartel yeah. or something, uh, or like, or like a gang from his neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. Did you know that Don't John Wick? Don't touch my Gran Torino, kids. You know that John like, Wick was actually written for Clint Eastwood or a quote-unquote Clint Eastwood type what yeah it was supposed to be yeah john wick was designed to be one of those like old man kicks ass kind of things and then the oldest person they could get was keanu reeves and it was like you see the trailer for part four is it oh yes i did that is no 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 like dude i I was expecting you to say yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think my voice naturally sounds like that if you listen to the playback like did you watch john like yeah i did like yeah (laughs) i don't think i don't think i have to try too hard by the way i saw part of i I saw part of speed the other day because i never actually watched the full speed and like when people talk about that's my childhood bro when when they talk about keanu reeves like because i never saw anything between bill and ted and like Mm -hmm. the lake house basically right it's like anything in the middle of whatever so when people talk about keanu reeve's mannerisms and how he wasn't the greatest actor at one point i was watching speed Mm -hmm. i was like oh okay i get it it's like it's like sandra bullock's like super intense like we gotta slow down and and keanu reeves is like no we have to call the police it's just like (laughs) (laughs) it's like she's like what do we do i don't 
no <laughs> i don't know let's call the police aren't you the police <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's why he wasn't in speed to uh the cruise ship i don't know <laughs> like speed two on water uh yes. but it was just like uh dude well i i'm actually looking forward to speed for no sorry i mean john wick four uh yeah it's just like uh dude it's such like fan service but i love it in this case it's just like you see uh lawrence lawrence fishburne i can't talk today lawrence fishburne being like are you ready john are you ready (laughs) and then like john wick is like yeah and uh you know (laughs) <laughs> and that's the only thing he says in the whole trailer i think yeah uh, <laughs> donnie yen better have like a big part and not just be like the random dude that knows kung fu or karate on the side like i'm i'm ho- <laughs> that's what i was hoping from this like i know kung fu yeah again and again exactly. <laughs> <laughs> again dot 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 again <laughs> have you noticed that every trailer from tropic thunder is like an actual movie now basically essentially yeah like every like <laughs> priest in love uh i mean monks in love yes i don't know is there a monks in love movie i feel like that would exist like it, it, it was a joke in 2008 be, right? but it like after doubt i'm like yeah this seems like a movie that would yeah actually kinda. exist with uh, yeah, you know, Best Kiss Award like winner. Silence. Yeah, <laughs> Tobey Maguire. I don't know. Well, Silence wasn't about monks in love, but it was like monks trying to hide that they're monks. Ah. Uh, <laughs> kind of, you know. <laughs> yes. Because it's a whole psychological game about, because they're trying to convert people in Japan, like in the 1600s or 1500s or something. Yeah. And then the Japanese authorities are like, we can't just kill you. We have to make you renounce your God. And that's the whole like, you know, thing is that they're trying to make the European uh, priests like renounce Jesus. Yeah. So that like you know the local converts are like, oh, okay, it was all bullshit, and uh, yeah. You know, let's follow what the Shogun says, and that's it. <laughs> As you can probably tell, I have not seen this movie, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I saw it in an airplane once, and I was yeah. like, oh well, it, it's well done. And there is a lot of silence, to be honest. Uh, to be fair. Oh, really? Uh, it was one of those movies. Yeah, there's a lot of just like pensive moments of silence of just like Andrew Garfield going like doing his best Portuguese accent, uh, you know. Yeah. It's like, I will confess to me your sins. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just like, I'm always surprised how low and soft his voice can be. Like yeah. uh, when I was watching Under the Banner of Heaven, like every time he locks someone up, like he arrests someone and he's like, hi, tell me what happened. You know, <laughs> <laughs> tries to be the least threatening possible, yeah. especially with like little kids uh, or like uh, the, the wives were being like mistreated by their very devout husbands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh... hi, I'm not threatening. <laughs> Jump into my van. Uh, <laughs> but it's a police van don't worry about it uh, uh, like i expect very creepy dudes to take lessons from this and be like okay hey kids jump into my van <laughs> like don't listen to them kids don't jump into the van just go like 
Oh, yeah, you still have the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found it. I found it. I'm nice. resurrecting this. All right. Yeah. It's back. <laughs> well, uh, while, while back. I, as you found that, um, I found another. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to get the sound better. Is there another sound on that other than boo? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. I didn't know. I can hear you. Do you want to talk about Thor? Uh, Thor? You can talk or about should Thor, I talk about Thor? I think you but should, you wanted but, to talk uh, about something, yeah. Well, actually, no. Well, I just randomly found an article that said uh, Chucky season two trailer is out, and like I watched a few episodes of Chucky, and I'm like, this is kind of the thing that I think a streaming show could should be. Like, mm-hmm. I think because it's on sci-fi and like cable networks are now the new underdogs to like mm-hmm. the streaming services. It's like I saw a few episodes of Chucky and they just kind of go buck wild and it's kind of fun. And I think Chucky Chucky movies and shows are made with the knowledge that like especially millennials hate the design. Like it's one of mm-hmm. like the scariest get that shit out of my face designs ever made in horror. But there's also something appealing about the fact that the show is off the wall and Chucky still says the most fucking non PC things possible and it's coming out of a little doll. So, it's like, so yeah, no, I, I really want to see what season two has just because it's, uh, it looks, it looks, it, it seems like the kind of tone that a Five Nights at Freddy's movie should be. I don't know. I, I, I've been thinking about that lately. Like the day they start adapting like kids horror stuff and decide that they're not going to push you out and make it not scary. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what what tone should it go for? And I think something like Chucky would work, especially for this new generation of like weirdos. Anyway, outside of that, I watched both parts of South Park, the streaming wars, because last week I said I watched it. And guess what? I lied. So (laughs) (laughs) what? What? I lied. (laughs) I lied. My rant about the Karen joke and all of that. I did not. I didn't even watch it past the trailer. I just thought like the manager thing. I was like, nah. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's fast forward to this shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so what I did with Stranger Things season four. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that's so good. Like with um, with uh, the streaming wars. Okay, so I still maintain my position that there needs to be a new South Park, uh, like a new kind of South Park made by like, a kid now because mm-hmm. South Park is still funny, but it's like matured to the point that like, you know, if you want the spirit of the old South Park, you need to get somebody that's like, you know, a kid now or somebody that just makes YouTube poop meme shit for fun right now. They would be the next person. But um, it was a little better than I expected. It really didn't talk about streaming services like Netflix and Hulu directly like the whole thing was like a metaphor for it but the whole uh plot of the streaming wars it seemed like it was designed to one evolve randy's character because they were over the whole integrity farms thing and like i think they were tired of like the creators or whoever were just tired of seeing like randy be like a jackass so it was about evolving that it's about evolving Cartman. He's still a piece of shit, but also the mom for standing up for herself. It was, mm-hmm. 
it was the most story centric South Park I think I've seen in a while where it's it wasn't really about anything big or political. It wasn't heavily satirizing something that you cannot talk about. And like most of it was literally just felt like it was designed to push the story of South Park further. So in that case, it was good. It was like <laughs> they figured out how to put it in almost like a cinematic narrative other than, you know, bigger, longer uncut. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, the satire part of it was like, okay. It was like not super hard hitting satire or anything, but it just seemed like a good way to kill two hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I had some deeper that, thoughts about that, it, but that's uh, it. <laughs> are you happy that Randy's back? Randy's back. Oh my God. Randy's back to himself. <laughs> You know, I, I can't remember uh, what the song was, but they, they go into a whole like Ren is not a farmer anymore, he's a geologist. It was um we miss you, Randy or something. Oh yeah, we miss you, Randy. <laughs> or something like that. Like while uh, he's doing his like inspirational like montage. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh. he's got all his geology books and everyone's like, Oh, he's back. It's like yeah, we missed you, Randy. <laughs> he won't save us. But um, I didn't know, like, I saw part one and then it sort of like kind of soured my taste for part two, which yeah. is probably why I didn't finish it. But, uh, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, the big baddie in the end is like Mr. P or yeah. Mr. PP or whatever his name is, who has like a water park that's made of a P. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I was like, OK, you know, big yeah. twist, whatever. And that was actually the um, most disgusting they go. They never really, they never really got gory or gruesome. They showed yeah. Cartman's fake boobs, and that was it. And they had celebrities playing in pee. And for South Park standards, it was actually pretty yeah, light. Matt Damon, yeah. yeah, Matt Damon pee ads, like, yeah, just drink this water. It's like, oh yeah, it's, and then he's like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> they're great as popsicles too, and like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. Uh, yeah. but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but by South Park yeah. times that was like PG thirteen. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, these guys are growing up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think we're f we've, uh, th you know, the days of, you know, Cartman feeding parent like some kids' parents to, you know, like the cannibalism stuff from years ago. <laughs> I don't know if you ever <laughs> saw that episode, but like. Uh, oh you know, yeah like oh i saw that one yeah, some yeah. kids parents and then feeds yeah because they were in like a contest to, like, yeah. <laughs> to his bully or something oh yeah no, like, I saw do you one. like it do you like the taste it's like do you feel like warm or some, some bullshit like that and i was like okay dude like i think that kind of put me off from south park for maybe a season yeah and then uh i think that was like peak like south park like craziness to me and then or just like Cartman being a, an asshole for like, that was like Pete Cartman being an asshole. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. I can't remember if the Smurf episode came after that or before, but like, I feel like the Smurf episode was like really fun where it's like Cartman does a whole, like he fakes a whole uh, report, like some TV news report about him living with the Smurfs. And it's essentially like, I guess like, dances with wolves or something but with cartman oh yeah <laughs> the smurfs or or last of, uh, last of the mohicans or something like that oh that was or, a butters the last of the mohicans yeah yeah butters yeah but 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of like, I like, I have a love hate relationship with South Park because there are some moments where I just get sick of it. And I don't want to watch it for like three years and then I'll just binge three seasons in one go. Uh, you know, it's funny. After a while. You, you just caught me at my like re binging point. Cause I'm, I'm the right. same way. Like I, for some reason it's not like, like maybe that's what the streaming services are like that's what their intention is because like as much as i rant about streaming services like i still go back to them like my rants are more yeah. about like the new content but one way or another it's like if i'm tired of the old stuff i literally go back to like south park after like you said like three years or if i yeah. can't find anything like exciting that's like recent i end up watching some like old show that they don't even play on like cable anymore or something so in that case, you know, they're doing their job. I'm, I'm stuck on streaming services, but uh, yeah. yeah, at some point it's, uh, yeah, they're going to have to change it a little bit, but whatever. I don't know. Yeah, man. So like as an act of rebellion this week against streaming services, I actually went to the movies <gasps> and I saw Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, should I have gone to, to see that in theaters? I will answer that question with the name of another movie that's currently in theaters. Nope. <laughs> should, should have left that pause out. I was catching on like the name of another in the theaters. I was like, ah. That was good. Uh, yeah, nope. <laughs> Actually, that's a, that's a movie that I should have seen in theaters. <laughs> uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll go next week. Uh, next weekend maybe for a matinee the thing is like i had a, i had like 30 percent off or 20 percent off for the matinee at amc so yeah. i was like oh i'll go watch thor yeah and um you know i mean a lot of people hate this movie some people i mean i'm not in the hate camp i'm in the like meh camp yeah uh, <laughs> because it's just like uh i think they kind of let taika waititi roam free and just like it kind of reminded me of that sandra bullock movie that came out recently um dude we talked about it before but i already forgot the title lost city yeah lost city with channing channing tatum this would just be a recurring joke from now on like the fucking yeah, yeah, sandra yeah. bullock fucking whatever yeah, sandra bullock movie, like you know yeah. <laughs> it's like you remember that sandra bullock movie uh but uh <laughs> i didn't know it came with that okay continue <laughs> Yeah, it has uh, four different sounds, uh, but uh, uh, has applause, uh, rimshot, boo, and crickets. Uh, oh. Remember that Sandra Bullock movie? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty long, actually. Yeah. It's still going. Goodness. Okay, so, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole movie is uh, narrated by... Um, Oh fuck, Korg, uh, and uh, <laughs> his name is Fuck Korg. No, but I mean there are some generally funny moments in the movie, and uh, I think that's what most people will enjoy from it. And I think there are some generally scary moments in the movie with that are all, you know, around uh, Christian Bale's portrayal of Gore, the God Butcher, mm -hmm. and that I mean that's the part of the movie that I really enjoyed was just like Christian Bale. And his character and his arc and uh like i was actually talking to uh my my brother on the phone today and he and he was like uh you know about what what is it really about and i was like i i was really struggling to center this movie around thor's arc because i was like 
uh, so it's Thor and, you know, he's kind of like lost his mojo, I guess. And he doesn't know what to do with himself mm-hmm. and he doesn't know who he is or whatever. But then it was like, oh, but actually what's more compelling is saying like Gore, there's this guy who loses his daughter to famine and, uh, you know, but he keeps praying to this God that never comes to save him. And then after his daughter dies of hunger and thirst, Mm-hmm. Uh, he f- actually finds this God and says like, we prayed for you and you never came to save us. And I was like, well, that's what you're here for sort of thing. Like that's what the God says. So like Gore loses his shit and the necro sword is like the, uh, the only sword that can kill gods sort of like manifests and he uses it to kill the God that he was praying to. And then he says, I will make this vow, which is in the trailers, you know, mm-hmm. I make this vow, all gods will die you know, or something. And that's like, <clears throat> I find that arc way more compelling than Thor being like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do with myself. Um, yeah. And uh, so, you know, I think that that's the part that I really enjoyed is just like Christian Bale being like really dark and like he actually can manifest shadow demons that mm-hmm. kind of look like it came out of Berserk. Uh, like you have like these shadow spiders or something. It's like, you know, uh, it's pretty, those parts were pretty fun. And then, yeah, you have like mighty Thor, you know, like Jodie Foster, like, um, Oh, not Jodie Foster. What's her name? Jane. Exactly. That's, that's one of the jokes in the movie. You got, yeah. Oh, wait, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. God damn it. Taika. All right. Keep keep more. So that's your ex-girlfriend. Jody Jody Foster. It's like, no, Jane Foster. Oh, yes, Jane Foster. And then he calls her Jane Fonda at one point. That's and, uh, you know, that's that like uh, Jane Foster. And, you know, like they have a joke about her not finding her, like she's trying to find her catchphrase. Mm-hmm. And then like Thor has this catchphrase that only makes it to like the fourth Thor movie. You've never heard it before. It's like, this ends here and now. And they make it a whole thing as if that's something that he's been saying the whole time. <laughs> uh <laughs> i'm like i can't remember him saying that personally um, uh but it, it's you know. not like captain america the dude I, I can do this all yeah. day maybe that's the joke yeah, that yeah. he never he never had his own i can do this all day ish line yeah and uh i mean they have the guardians of the galaxy there and they kind of simp i guess for him because <laughs> because he like star lord like like you know words like he mimics like the like oh yeah i love this part when he says like this ends here now like you know and whatever so i mean there are some generally funny parts like there's like another you know theater scene where you have like chris hemsworth brother and matt damon being actors and playing like the plot of the previous movie Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) being like uh you know whatever yeah uh it uh, it was it wasn't that good. It was fun, but it wasn't that good. Yeah. So there were some people uh, sitting behind me, like at the end of the movie. And one of the guys was like, "I told you it was going to be trash." And, <laughs> and I was like, "Crowds." <laughs> I I wouldn't go that far, but you know, yeah. it wasn't that good. And uh, I mean, I enjoyed Russell Crowe as Zeus, uh, but he like he does his best like Greek impression, I guess you know and uh but um yeah i don't know it kind of um i feel like phase four the phase four movies have been the weakest Mm -hmm. uh out of the whole bunch yeah uh overall not just the movies but you know 
actually the strongest parts of phase four have been the TV shows for strangely. Yeah. Uh, the Disney plus shows uh, like, you know, uh, Moon Knight was really, was re- a really good TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I enjoyed a lot. I think WandaVision was something that I really enjoyed until the finale. Yeah. Uh, like same thing for, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, like, I feel like they all built up to something big mm-hmm. and then it kind of like, it was big, but it was like, uh, yeah, you know, it phase four is a lot to keep up with though. Like it took a lot yeah. to get up to, uh, even multiverse of madness and stuff. Uh, Ms. Marvel, I, I think it was unfortunate that it came out right after, you know, or right around the time, I guess, Multiverse of Madness went on Disney Plus, plus you had the Disney shows, yeah. and you did, yeah. all of a sudden there's announcements for like all the not MCU Marvel stuff is coming in. Now all the Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Logan are on Disney Plus, and it's like, what? So yeah. it's like Ms. Marvel, it was important, but I just wish it just had more like air to breathe and more time and attention put onto it like the fact that they're releasing was it three or four disney shows along with the movies now it's like it, it's yeah. a little much and uh yeah some stuff is going to either get unseen or like put under or you know there might be another inhuman situation where everyone just pretends that the inhumans <laughs> didn't exist so. I, I think like you know just uh I don't know. I'm I'm not a big Twitter user, but I saw some tweets about like when they mention like there's a mutation at the end of like Ms. Uh, Ms. Marvel. Yeah. They're like it's just essentially Kevin Feige being like fucked in humans. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that is one thing <laughs> I will give. Especially multiverse of madness. What happens to uh, Black Bolt? Uh, yeah. No, that is the one thing. Essentially, like give... a big fuck you to the Inhumans. <laughs> That's the one thing I'll give to Marvel is that they introduce important things in the areas you least expect it like everyone expected mm-hmm. mutations to be like introduced in like wandavision and uh multiverse of madness to like break open everything but they sneak in the mutant stuff in ms marvel or like they um what else there's another important one i'm trying to think i'm trying to think uh like anything there, yeah. there was another important thing that they snuck into like another show like, like the tv shows yeah well, i mean like the whole multiverse Kang conquer a thing and Loki was pretty big. Oh um, yeah. But you know, I mean I mean one of you kind of snuck thing. in the mm-hmm. possibility of a multiverse. Because yeah, I think yeah, even at that yeah. time we had no idea like how it was going to get introduced. And WandaVision, we had no idea what it was going to be. And mm-hmm. it didn't end with the multiverse being a thing, but it like inched towards it. So that was cool. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's sort of like uh I mean, now, uh, you know, they had the big Marvel showcase at, um, you know, Comic-Con this week or last, or I think it was this week. Yeah. And they're naming this the Multiverse Saga yeah. instead of the Infinity Saga mm-hmm. or the, you know, uh, Fighter Saga from Eurovision. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> that was a bad, that was a bad joke. <laughs> Can I see this thing? Can you like put it? I, I never actually saw it. It's that's <laughs> it's a, it like that. Like a remote. Okay. It looks like a remote. I actually put some felt stuff so I can just put it on the desk and it doesn't make noise. Oh. Wait, can you hear that? I can't. No. Cool. So like the felt works. 
Okay. Applause, happy, that's how it works. Um, but <laughs> yes, Marvel. <laughs> okay. Yay, Marvel. But it's sort of like um, so the last movie of phase four is Wakanda Forever, uh, Black yeah. Panther 2. Yeah. And like the, the trailer came out this week. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And they have Namor. Yeah. Namor. I think that's the one I'm looking forward to the most because, like, everyone expected Thor to be kind of cartoony. Multiverse of Madness, I was really looking forward to, but yeah. uh, for one reason or another, I wasn't able to see it in theaters. Uh, Wakanda Forever looks good because, one, they're introducing Namor, and two, it's like, I don't know what it is. It just feels like there's just an extra, like, amount of care being put into that, especially because of, like, yeah. Chadwick Boseman and all of that. But yeah, and that, that's probably a big reason why, because of Chad, Chadwick Boseman's death, that you know they really have to sell this movie. Like Marvel really has to like make this about Wakanda and everybody reeling from that as much as possible, because you know, mm-hmm. the person that was supposed to be about is you know not here anymore. But uh, Namor, uh, I hope that this isn't just a one-off, and then Namor plays kind of a bigger role as everything goes on and i even wonder even more and they're gonna have to compete with aquaman because aquaman has their own you know underwater vfx their own underwater world their own thing so they're gonna have to figure out a they're they've probably figured it out but they're probably gonna have to further figure out a way to you know make their water action seem unique so um yeah and then you have Avatar The Way of Water coming out. A lot of water stuff. Everybody's just Yeah, I was thinking about that too. It's kind of like, you know, that that part in the trailer where they're all hanging from like a whale, like a blue whale or something. That was like the, that that looks like Avatar too, like, you know. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but um I, I just wanted to say one last thing about Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, but it's like the whole movie just felt like a 1980s Van Halen fever dream a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I enjoyed it and I had fun with it. But story-wise, character-wise, just like the jokes are, it's not as good as Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And But it's better than Thor The Dark World. So go figure where that, you know, (laughs) where it is in that spectrum. But uh, (laughs) I I don't know if it's better than Thor 1. It just depends on your tastes, I think. Because I like Thor 1 for what it is. Mm-hmm. As like the intro dramatic Kenneth Branagh like Shakespearean thing that it is, yeah. But in terms of like the VFX and the fights and the action, I think Thor four kind of etches is a bit better mm-hmm. in that sense. But it's not as good as the, I guess, in the drama, except for those like small moments between, you know. Uh, Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman's characters like more towards the end I think that part is more emotional and well done Uh, I think they're the first time they meet is a bit awkward and I guess that's what it's supposed to be like because they broke up or something and it's awkward when you meet an ex and etc etc but I think Thor is being extra awkward than he would be maybe Mm -hmm. and and I and I understand how so many like people on Reddit and on Twitter are like totally hating on Taika Waititi right now and like I've actually seen people say like don't let him put his hands on any Marvel stuff anymore you know I'm like uh chill you know yeah. it, it wasn't that bad actually yeah and, don't let him put his hands on Marvel stuff have him do something else DC 
I don't Have know, do James Bond. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Which he is doing, actually. <laughs> yeah, yes. he is doing. Hey, don't touch Marvel. Go try something else. I want to see do like other stuff. Yeah. Like uh I know, like Batman directed by Taika Waititi. <laughs> I would actually like to see that when they have the balls to bring back campy Batman. Maybe no, like Nightwing. Let's do Nightwing with Taika Waititi. Actually, yeah, I don't know what the Nightwing like tone is supposed to be, but I can see that. What's well, I mean, like, more lighthearted? Yeah, bit. I want to see like live action lighthearted Batman again. I wonder if that would work. Like, there's probably a way to make it work I don't now, know. but everyone just loves Robert Pattinson. They could do what the Aliens franchise did, and like Alien was a completely different movie from Aliens. So it's like mm-hmm. they could just do that and make uh, what was I saying? Yeah, just make the next movie just seem yeah, yeah. Do like a Catwoman movie with directed by Taika Waititi. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like she she has more fun. She steals stuff and she's like more lighthearted and she like doesn't take things as seriously as Batman. You know what I could see? You know. The the Halle Berry Catwoman sequel directed by actually, Taika Waititi yeah, and it would actually be good definitely that that fits that, that, that figures in a weird way that actually kind of fits <laughs> so um if you've learned anything from this week's episode it's don't see Thor 4 Thee go see uh, <laughs> go see nope yes yes see nope I kind of want to see that. I would if I could go to the IMAX and IMAX there for one day. I would do back to back Nope and um, yeah, Top Gun Maverick. And, just... and full disclosure, I haven't seen Nope, so I'm just you know thinking yeah. that it's probably better because it's, it's so funny because like because like in the tr- and I think it was one of like the TV teasers where they have Kiki Palmer doing the Akira slide. It was like the most mm-hmm. blatant Akira reference because every live action one kind of hinted at it so far like in x-men wolverine origins wolverine but mm-hmm. it was just such a like a blatant this is the akira slide, you know because everybody knows what it's called now when you put your foot down and know. try to slide so, uh, your slide break your foot or whatever that yeah yeah just think about logan and deadpool on disney plus like i've i've heard i've heard on the internet that parents are flabbergasted and enraged that their kids can see logan and whatever but there are parental controls on disney plus apparently yeah that i've never used but plus your kids are on the internet so even without deadpool and logan being on disney plus they're watching worse stuff without context wouldn't you rather watch have them watch this kind of that kind of content but with like you know a story and heart and some kind of logical following with all of that you know what i mean when did yeah. you want that yeah. rather than going on youtube and you know you're like, you know, like what is rotting... logan paul up to exactly watch logan not logan paul <laughs> R- rotting their brain with no context stuff no but okay all fairness to logan paul i've seen an interview that he did with andrew schultz i think yeah and uh i was like he he is uh i i should give him more credit then uh because i've i've been giving him like negative zero credit but you know like he he knows what he's doing and he's he's uh um he knows how to attract his audience yeah and he's a bit more thoughtful nowadays i think that he used to be oh uh, logan uh, paul yeah yeah well the thing is but, like the people that know, are yeah because i keep shitting on him all the time and i feel like i should be a bit more open well i'm still gonna and, shit on uh, him i don't care 
Logan Paul you and know, Jake Paul. Fair and it, balanced, Michael. Fair and balanced. Whatever. The Paul brothers. <laughs> I, I don't know how much I can respect the guy that. I don't know. Thing is, know. I don't watch any of his shit. And I don't think I ever will. But, uh, you know, hey, you know, I'll I'll attack the art and not the artist. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they know the internet game, basically. Like, they, they know yeah. how to kind of, like play in that world and at the end of the day you kind of have to know how to do that and it's just they've they've cracked it because they were they were willing to like you know go forward with where the trends were going or go forward with the kind of content people want rather than like you know saying you know it was done better and smarter in these days let's keep doing that they're like nope this is where things are going we got to go so in that sense i'm like you know good job and stuff but um Outside of all of that, um, I was wondering, I was asking Raph earlier, should we have new episodes or should we have a new podcast centered around millennial men watching Sex in the City for the first time? Yes. What, what is that? Yes, our fans. <laughs> wait, they're for this. Yes. Wait, wait, which one did you press? <laughs> Applause. Okay. <laughs> Because I heard, because there's okay, but um, yeah, yeah, like, should I um, still use other things? Should I still use the this wand thing remote? Yes, yes, yes. no, but why do people go ah, when they're trying to represent the audience? Is that what it's supposed to sound like when you're on stage? Like, ah, like, I don't yeah. know, it just sounds like you're smelling your breath or something. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a fun, it's a fun angle. Like I I was, I was actually thinking about supernatural, but I feel like that's too much in my comfort zone. And I think like, if we're like, it would be fun to do a sex in the city. Yeah. (laughs) My two guys, it wasn't made for us. Uh, I'm I'm questioning that now because I've seen some articles that came around out around the time that the show came out and they were like this, this, show was created by a man for men and i'm like maybe we are the target really? demo for this i mean yeah it's maybe. like maybe it's like it's like i've noticed this like i guess from looking at demographics and stuff like like when i was in marketing is that like a lot of the stuff that that's like this is for women is supposed to be badass and represent actually attract more men like birds of prey and it's like, <laughs> and um stuff that do stuff on tv that does really well with women are shows like power or um I don't know a lot of a lot of suspense kind of like thriller kind of stuff so it's like yeah. every so often i'm kind of like were we the target demo for that it's like like the few people i know that love entourage are women and i tried to watch entourage and i'm like i can't fucking stand these guys like it's like if you took <laughs> sex in the city yeah. took out the plot yeah. and just had guys going jump the roll for like half an hour straight and i'm like all right this shit is not going anywhere <laughs> yeah that does i've never finished an episode of entourage but like is it like does every episode end with that's because we're the entourage <laughs> no it starts with that before they go to the intro <laughs> oh right okay yeah so it's like that's that's because we're the entourage bing, bing, bing. and then <laughs> and once again i've only got to, through season one and the first episode of season two for sex in the city so the whole mm-hmm. season one of Sex in the City, I, like I realized why I like it. It's basically curb your enthusiasm with like mid thirties women instead. Yeah. 
but and and it doesn't really dwell too much on like the superficial stuff it's really just kind of like awkwardly going through life like what insecure is right now however i heard and i don't know if it's true i heard that later seasons it becomes more about flashing your branded stuff to the camera and kind of like fake laughing each other's jokes and the plot kind of wears thin after a while mm -hmm. and it becomes a little entourage i guess but that for this first season was like hilarious it was basically american pie with frustrated women so i'm like keep going american pie plus caribbean enthusiasm plus that it's like yeah i don't know i liked it yeah isn't there like there's like a famous line that i think and just like yeah, that. And that's when blah, blah, blah. You know, or I can't remember what they, like in Sex and the City. I can't remember what the, it, and just like that. the line is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, um, yeah, that's the. And just yeah. like that. I fell into uh, the grass. I don't know. Yeah. Just like that. A taxi stopped. And I got in. And yeah. I went home. In the taxi. Yeah. She doesn't and do like that. that I got home. She doesn't do that a whole lot in the first season. I think I got to watch more of season two. But yeah. I guess like, yeah, they're just trying to find their catchphrases. Just like in Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, but, yeah. you know. Yes. Like, let's taste the rainbow or something. It's like, <laughs> you know, let's give him a taste of the rainbow. Or, you know, I don't know. Like, that just cheap cheapened the whole part where like Natalie Portman at some point, I think finds her catchphrase and it's like, eat my hammer. And then like, you know. <laughs> She's like, yeah, um, we're going to go with this one, basically. Like that one works. That. Like, you call me. No, my name's the, because like uh, Christian Bale goes like, hey, Lady Thor. And then he's like, no, I'm the mighty Thor. But even better, call me Dr. Jodie Foster. No, <laughs> Dr. Jane Foster. <laughs> and eat my hammer and then you're like cool okay right it was it sucked as much as thor's version of like and this ends here or this ends now thor was you always know? weird i think that was always the weirdest franchise out of marvel it felt like nobody ever knew what to do with thor like captain america uh, political thriller because america duh or yeah. like um spider-man teenager finding himself there you go thor was always very like what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like Space Viking. Yeah. And you're like, okay, like, dude, let's go on an adventure, which was fun for Ragnarok. Uh, but then, like, I don't know. There's a lot of X, you know, stories, like, because Jane Foster is also with Mjolnir, and Mjolnir used to be his X hammer. So there's like, you know, there's a whole thing about, oh, like, aren't you, isn't it weird for you to see both of your exes together? You know, kind of thing and you're like i'm mm. not sure if that's really checks out but yeah eh? <laughs> it's an edge joke yeah <laughs> eh. and uh you know whatever <clears throat> yeah but there are a lot of characters that could have died in this movie that they chose to let live and i thought that their sacrifice would have been way stronger as a story device yeah than them just being stabbed and being like oh i'm fine but i feel like shit <laughs> yeah they're gonna have to find a way to make deaths like permanent too because now that you have the multiverse it's like uh, i mean they're yeah. getting into mega territory it's like unless you actually see someone have like a very poetic like even those who have very poetic deaths in, in manga they still come back to life like back from the dead later on it's like no yeah. one's really dead 
Yeah. You know. I guess not. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, another disappointing <laughs> week in streaming. <laughs> I know. Another uh another week of uh looking for stuff to watch and uh we watch it and yay. <laughs> Let's do weekend at Bernie's. It's just fuck it, yeah. This is whatever. Weekend at Bernie's. It's, just, it's on Hulu. It's an on I thought it was on Tubi. I thought it was one of the free ones. It's also it's probably on Tubi. All right. Let's run through Tubi. Let's run through all the to free be. stuff. Let's run through. Let's watch Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror one day. That is one yeah, thing man. I wanted to. Watch. <laughs> I've been I've been getting suggested like weird movies like that. There's um, hold on, because I, I found another free channel like the Roku channel. Like, yes. Like there's yes. a no, no no not the Roku channel because that's good the stuff. Roku originals, I guess. If you have a TCL Roku Smart TV, yeah. there is yes. now. All, also a TCL channel and the TCL oh. cha- so the Roku channel has that. all the good stuff TCL yeah. has the uh, TCL channel has, has, uh, uh, questionable <laughs> has all has like Christmas a Christmas movie probably <laughs> I don't know why that thing is a paid movie on Hulu I don't <laughs> Elf on the Shelf Elfing again uh, <laughs> we shall Elf again we should the Elf shall Elf again? I don't know, but <laughs> oh, here, here it is. Okay, so trending on the TCL station, uh, big ass spider, big ass spider. <laughs> nice. Um, what else? The Binding, Reaper with Danny Trejo. So, uh, yeah, these nice. movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cyborg Soldier with. Uh, Oh wait, what? Oh, that's not. Oh, I thought that was um, Jean Claude Van Damme. That's a guy named Bruce Greenwood. Yeah, we should run through these movies at this point. The like... poor man's Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> dude, all of these movies feel like they would all be on like one DVD at the bottom of like the Kmart shelf. This is like sad. I mean, it's the one that was left ever after all the other DVDs had been bought, and like it's just the one thing that's left at the bottom of the pile. And oh, no one I, wanted to buy it. Oh, I found one movie I know just now on the TCL channel. Do you remember Bob the Butler with Tom Green? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> it was like Bob the Builder. He builds again. Uh, <laughs> Bob the Builder rebuilt. It's like a sad documentary. Bob the Builder, <laughs> dot dot dot, rebuilding or something. Rebuilding. Bob the Buffering. Rebuilder. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Bob the Builder had its moment, and no one cares about Bob the Builder anymore. And on that note, where can Even they the find children. us? <laughs> where can they find us? Everywhere on a podcasting platform near you, such as Apple Podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Pandora. Are we on Pandora? No, like TuneIn, uh, Castbox, and other places. And we're also on Instagram at What We Stream, and that's at We Stream also on the podcasting platforms. I forgot to mention that. And uh, you know, because this this podcast is very professional, um, <laughs> like every week. We're raw, I guess. We're raw. 
uh, unplugged yeah uncut uh director's cut i don't know uh (laughs) but uh you know actually i had one last joke to make about thor okay there's a whole shadow realm thing where it's all in black and white and i was like oh Zack Snyder made it into the movie. <laughs> hey, zinger. Hey. <laughs> and on that note, wait, peace. wait, wait. On that well, note, no, not, not peace. There you go. Rim <laughs> shot. There you go. Have a good one, guys. Have a nice Tuesday, week, whatever. See you next week. Peace.